This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Farm Journal's Trust in Food Initiative and the America's Conservation Ag Movement, launching July 26th on the National Mall. Learn more at trustinfood.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Additional details on the 2019 edition of the Market Facilitation Program can be expected soon. That's the word of Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue. Speaking to reporters in Washington today, he said with prevented planting dates passed, USDA feels more comfortable offering specifics. The uh, prevent plant triggers are done. That was our purpose for being uh, uh, intentionally opaque regarding the plans and not having producers try to farm the program. But we're right at that point now. I think we're best, maybe the 25th might have been the last uh, prevent plant date. So I think we can begin disclosing some of those plans and uh, let you know, pull the curtain back and let you know everything you want to know about it. He says the program is still going through interagency review at the White House. As for the potential for another MFP for the 2020 growing season, Purdue says farmers shouldn't plan on it. The president called me really the day those talks uh, collapsed and said, you know, we're going to do this again. And he understands the impact of of trade disruptions. And, uh, you know, I'm like farmer. I'd rather have trade than aid. And hopefully we can get a deal. And uh, I was was encouraged by what Secretary Mnuchin said, you know, 90 percent there. Let's just get our heads together. Let's China come to the table and let's do right and feed everyone. Other countries have raised World Trade Organization concerns about the MFP payments, but Purdue says USDA is confident the support is within global trade rules. The National Council of Farmer Cooperatives is in Washington this week. AgriPulse's Ben Nully spoke with the group's leader today and has more. Farmer cooperatives are climbing Capitol Hill to push for ratification of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Chuck Connor is president and CEO of the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives. He says members want USMCA passed as quickly as possible. I don't put these things on the time clock, so you know if it's uh, after Labor Day, I think that's a, a, a timely victory for USMCA. But uh, obviously, we we do recognize we need to get this done, you know, over the next few months because once we do roll into next year, we realize the difficult political circumstances that begin to develop and bog this thing down. Each day, passing USMCA looks less likely to happen before House and Senate leaders bang the gavel for August recess. House Democrats are still concerned about labor enforcement and environmental issues. NCFC executives and board members have been in Washington since Monday talking about trade and ag labor priorities. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Speaking of the USMCA, Purdue will be in California later this week seeking to sell the agreement at a trio of town halls with California congressmen. Small refinery exemptions are far from popular in the biofuels industry, and that's led many to call for the waivers to be removed from EPA's plans for renewable fuel standard governance. But a group of nine Republican senators today urged EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler to block requests from Senate Democrats to cease issuing the SREs. Senate Environment and Public Works Committee Chair John Barrasso of Wyoming said small refineries have an important role to play in America's energy dominance and encouraged Wheeler to stand with small refineries and the communities they support. Texas Senator Ted Cruz says he hopes Wheeler will uphold the SREs as part of the rule of law. He says refinery workers' jobs depend on reducing compliance costs at the facilities. The practice of issuing the waivers first came under fire under former EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt. The agency has issued 54 waivers out of 57 requests for the 2016 and 17 compliance years. Another 38 waivers are pending for the 2018 compliance year. Critics say issuing the waivers undercuts biofuel demand, something proponents dispute. One of the EPA's top officials for RFS oversight is leaving the agency. 
Assistant Administrator for Air and Radiation Bill Wareham is set to depart the agency at the end of the month. Wheeler says Ann Itzel will assume the duties of acting assistant administrator. Finally today, Democratic candidates for president will hold their first televised debates tonight. Another forum will be held tomorrow night. AgriPulse's Steve Davies took a look at some of the environmental plans of some of the leading candidates and what they might mean for farmers and ranchers. His story ran in today's AgriPulse newsletter and can be found on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Join Farm Journal's Trust in Food this July 26th on the National Mall for the launch of America's Conservation Ag Movement. Learn how we're helping farmers and ranchers make more sustainable and profitable business decisions. Sign up at trustinfood.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.